Hey, what's going on guys? Joe McCall, REI, in your car. REI Mastery Podcast. I'm not actually in my car. I'm just walking around my front porch outside. You can maybe hear a lawnmower in the background, but man, some cool things <clears throat> going on right now. And I'm excited actually about the economy, about the market. Things are going crazy, you'd think, but I have seen in our business uh, and a lot of our students' business, some of the most success that we've seen in a long, long time. There's a lot of opportunity out there. Whenever there is uncertainty, uncertainty creates opportunity. So there's a lot of opportunity there. If you're discouraged and you don't know what's going on, then you're then you're not doing the right things. You're not focusing on what really matters in this business. It's making offers, talking to sellers, following up. And so I wanted to do a, an intro to this podcast and, and introduce you to Gavin Timms, interviewing one of our students, Chris Arnold. And Chris is a rock star. When we when Gavin recorded this podcast, he was interviewing Chris, and I think he only had four deals under contract at the time. Now he has eight. <laughs> the guy's crushing it. He just gets it. He understands it. And the thing I like about Chris, he doesn't have to understand steps seven and eight before doing steps one and two. Well, he's he's understanding step seven and eight. He's going through it right now. Like, But it's one step at a time. He's not asking, what if? What if this happens? What if that happens? Because he gets stuck forever. But he's always asking, what's next? What's the next thing I got to do? So I want to encourage you guys as you listen to this podcast, stop asking what if, start asking what next, what's the next thing I've got to do? You can hear the audio probably pretty loud. There's a lot of noise out here right now. But anyway, uh, such a good podcast. I also wanted to um, encourage you to, to subscribe to Gavin's YouTube channel. If you just look up REI Network in his YouTube, his YouTube channel, Gavin's also starting a podcast. And so I'm just kind of helping him out here with releasing his podcasts and videos as well on my podcast because they're good stuff. And I think that you're going to enjoy listening to some of these success stories of our students that are doing deals. And a lot of times, I remember when I was first getting started, I've interviewed Richard Group a couple of times on my podcast, and he used to come out with these audio CDs way, way back, long time ago, feeling old. No, but back in like 2006 and seven and eight, he would come out with these CDs called um, What's Working Now, What's Working Today. And a lot of them were just interviews with their students from their boot camps, just interviews of students, like panel of experts. And it was so cool to hear. I got so excited and inspired and uh, learned so much from learning from the students what was working for them. And you're going to get a lot of that now in these podcasts going forward that I'm sharing with you that Gavin did. And I'm going to be doing some as well. But learning what I guess is working for, I mean, like, it's weird because I could teach the same thing, right? I could say the same words, but if it comes from a student's mouth, it's like more believable. And I get it. I understand it. That's okay. My feelings aren't hurt. I think it's awesome. It's exciting. And I love seeing success stories like Chris. And so you're going to enjoy this podcast. Just wanted to give a quick introduction to it. Give a quick shout out to Gavin, good friend of mine for, boy, we've known each other now, working together for almost five years now. And in our coaching business that we've partnered in, good at the stuff I'm not good at. Like I'm good at the technical stuff, the systems, kind of teaching and educating. And, and uh, he's good at the sales and the marketing, the mindset stuff. And that's why we've worked so well together. That's why so many of our students have had so much success. And I think you'll see why 
in this interview with Chris Arnold that Gavin did. So if you're interested in getting some coaching and some help from us, uh, please go to reinetwork.com slash coaching, reinetwork.com slash coaching. And fill out a little survey there. Let us know some more information about you. We'll get on the phone, see if we're a good fit, and uh, talk about doing some business together. Cool? All right, guys, enjoy this podcast. Take care of a good one. Hey, guys, how you doing? Gavin Timms here with RAI Network. I am with Chris Arnold, coaching client of mine. Chris, how are you? I'm great. Thanks, Gavin. Awesome. Right. Chris has been gracious enough to uh, let me record this and put it out. Just before we get going, I just want to do a couple of things here. Make sure if you're watching this on YouTube, go and like and subscribe to the channel because we've got more cool stuff coming out. Also, watch out for the new podcast, REI Network Podcast, uh, in association with the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast with Joe McCall. So go and subscribe to those two shows as well. I appreciate that. So, Chris, how are we? I am great. I am great. You know, things are moving along. So as you know, we're on contract number four, one in closing and working on getting another one in closing right now. Yeah. Pretty amazing. We're going to be doing a proper podcast with Chris. We're going to turn this into a role play here on a certain deal, but I just want to give a shout out to you, Chris. Pretty amazing. Month one. I'm not going to lie. I can't say this about many people in California, picked a virtual market. And I mean, you ran with it. Unbelievable. Exactly like I was, you know, I see me the same way when I got going is that you are not letting anything stop you. So you've learned so much in a month than most do in six months because you're taking massive action. You've got one in closing within the first three weeks, I think. Uh, You've got four under contract total that you're working on. We're about to talk about a renegotiation that needs to happen here in a second. Great job. I mean, I think if anyone's watching this, the takeaways need to be is... uh, take action, right? I mean, it isn't as soon as we get this rolling, we get these leads, we get these systems set up, you know, that's what we're bringing in and some advice and guidance. But you're the one controlling this. It's your business. You're making it happen. So I'm not sitting here saying, oh, oh, it was all me. And uh, oh, the, the, this is just what I do. And no, absolutely not. Right. We bring a lot to the table, right? We have 50% we're bringing. You bring the 50% of just implementing. It's also, we talk to our team a lot because we want more people like you because we can get results faster because you're like, you don't question, you just get on with it. And then you say, what's next? And that's a great conversation to have. So excellent. Thank you. It. Right. So let's talk about this deal. We've got a second one that we're wanting to send to closing. Okay. So talk to us, give us a bit of background and then let's look at what you did and what we could have done. Okay, so this guy, I got him into, you know, I have callers that called him. I gave him a call. He has two properties actually that he wants to sell. He wants to retire and get out from under him. One of them is kind of in the sticks. And so I backed away from it. But this one's right in kind of a hot spot of where people are buying and fixing and renting. And so I went and and made an offer. I think the ARVs in the 70s. I don't have the exact numbers, but it's in the 70s. So my math ended up being I need to go in around 25 to make the offer work for a wholesale deal. And so I went in, made the offer, sent the contract at 25. He called me like a day later and said, can you do 32? And then, um, so I talked to him a little bit and asked him how he came up with that number and, you know, why he needed it and all those things. And I said, well, let me step away and call you back a little bit later. I got to get with my partner. We'll run some numbers and see what we can do. 
So I went back, ran the numbers, gave a little bit. And, you know, I ended up making a bigger jump than I wanted to, but I did a 28.5. I felt the numbers were confident. They could still work. I could still trade it to an investor. Had you been in the property at this point or not? I hadn't, but there were some good... Oh, I sent a runner out to take pictures for me. Okay. Sorry, I missed that part. Right. So, yep. So we had, as soon as we were in conversation and he wanted to redo the offer, I needed to see the property. Right. So I sent, I have a runner that's local. He actually is an Uber driver. And so he... He ran over, took some pictures, sent them, and then I realized there's no way we can get to 32 for sure. And we did a lot of talking, and I know I jumped to like 26. It went on for back and forth for a few days. We landed on 28.5. He said, if you can do 29, I'll sign the contract right now. I thought, you said, when we're close, get it signed. 100%. And so I got it signed. He sent it back via DocuSign. And then I started, I sent it to, a, I'm in California. So I sent it to my wholesaler who's in New Orleans, who works in the Baton Rouge, Lafayette and New Orleans market. And so he brought a buyer to the table. We got him into the property and his offer is 35. Got it. Okay. Cash right now. So we want to get it into closing as soon as possible. And yep. so my wholesaler came to me and said, Hey, do you think your guy will go down now that we've been in the property? And I yep. said, I don't know. Let me check. <laughs> yeah. So, Okay. So a few good things there. Absolutely right. If it's closed, you get it under contract because you're squabbling early doors in the negotiation from 25 to 29. We're talking four grand, right? And we don't really know if we've got to come back down. We don't, you know, we, we think there's enough spread in there to go for a 10, right? So I think, yes, close enough. Now, if you would have been 20,000 off, then obviously that's not mm. close enough, right? So right. good job on that. So you went back and forth. You got it under contract at 29. Now, You've got pictures. You've gone now to do the inspection with the buyer. The buyer has said, 35, let's go. I'm ready. Okay. So first thing is, our goal is also go always go 2,000 more if we can. They never give you the bottom. So unless it's like you're happy, but if you've got to squeeze, squeeze. Because remember, by squeezing either side might produce three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000, but that over 15 deals, 20 deals, we're talking tens of thousands of dollars over a year, right? Yep. It is important. So I'd probably go, okay, and try and the wholesaler need to go and at least go for 37. Like, look, we got to, for this to work or we're going to have to get more people in, uh, this is how I would go. You know, you're the only one that's been in. We've got other people wanting to go in. I'd rather just sell it and be done. Can you get to 37 and we have a deal, all right? So that's what I would be going on the buyer's side, try and lift that up. Now we got to go back to the seller all right. And this is where it can get a little dicey, right? So the good thing is, is that we have the price. So we know what we need to get it. We already know we have money. We have $6,000. We want to shoot for 10 more, for 10 plus, right? On our fees, minimums. Yep. Right. So six, it is what it is. If we have to do it, all right, we make money. It's not the, the best, but it's money adds up. It's better than losing the deal, but we got to try again. We get two up, we're at 8,000. Now can we go and get, get it down? So what do we have in our uh, tool belt, all right, or toolbox that we need to go back and, and have this negotiation, which is what we're going to do right now, okay? Um, a few things that I would be looking at before going into this, you started at 25, okay? That's a big thing that you've already told him. You went in at 25, okay? So take that into consideration when we go back to renegotiate because he already knew that. You went back and forth. You've not seen it. You've got pictures. 
We've not done the inspection. Buyer goes in. Now, why? Okay, you. what did you ask for? 40? How many did you ask for the buyer or you did 43. Okay. I, think they were, I think he was at 43. 43, came in at 35. You can get him at 37, I'm convinced. Right? Yep. Let's, we're, at, we're at 35 right now, okay, for what it is. And that's just one, one back. Ideally, if you build more buyers, you want more buyers going in. But we get, I think we can get it up a couple of thousand quite comfortably because you position the 43. Now, the key is, is why can't the buyer pay 43? Because it needs this and this and this and the repairs are more or it doesn't, it won't sell for as much or whatever, right? The three R's, the resale value, you know, the repairs uh, and the rents. It could be on one of them. Okay, so let's say it's the repairs. So why can't the buyer pay it? You get that information from your wholesaler on the ground and it's, okay, well, look, it needs a new roof. Like we didn't know that. The roof looked all right, but it's 20 years old. The nails are popping out the top, blah, 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 right? The ammo, ammo for the seller. So we get all this thing and then this is then what I would be leading into, okay? So I know I was already at 25 talking point, touching point. I know that these repairs, the pictures couldn't see. Okay. Yep. Go back in. So, hey, uh, so let's just say, and I want you to act how he acts because I know you've already done this, right? Okay. And he wouldn't move. So we're not going to push him, but I want you to be honest with what you did and what I'm going to do. And you can say it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Then that's a fair comment for you to have, right? So I'm not saying that, oh, this would have just been the way. I'm just saying from the conversation what I would be going back into. Okay. So let's say, ring, ring. Hello. Hey, Chris, how you doing? It's Gavin. Can you talk for a minute? I can. Awesome. Uh, right. So look, we've just been over and done the inspection on the property and th there's, there's a few things that come up. I just got to talk to you about. All right. You know, obviously we got the pictures and everything, but it looks like it needs a new roof and we'd not planned on that. And I want to know, I want to talk to you about the price. You know, I originally came in, I was a little worried about this at the start. I came in at 125, as you know, and we, we went up because I thought I could do that. But you know, with this new roof, that's going to cost us $8,000. And I'm not, I'm not asking you, Chris, to drop 8,000, but is there anything that we can do? Because I'm struggling to, you know, make this work right now. Okay. Well, you know, we agreed on a price already and I had someone else that was interested in it. So I can just bring them to take a look at it. I can wait for them. Okay. So you got somebody else interested. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I understand that. I just want you to know where we're coming from. You know, I'm not okay. in the, I don't want to be coming back and, you know, having this conversation, but I'm ready to go and close. So we're ready to move forward. I just want to know if you can come down a little bit. I mean, could you do, you know, 126? Um, 26? Are you saying 26,000? Uh, yeah, 26. Yeah, it's, uh, no, I mean, we talked about 29 and remember I asked you for 32 when we first started? You did, yeah. Yeah. And so I, f I feel confident that it c I could sell it at that price. So if right. I go lower than that, it doesn't make sense for me. Yeah. No, it makes sense. But I mean, I just don't want you to go through all the hassle. Like we're ready to go if I can. Yeah. I mean, there must be something. Can we meet in the middle at least? Like I'm at 26, you're at 29. Can we go in the middle and just get it done? And then I'm ready to close. Okay. I'm going to step out of the role play for a second. Okay. So that would have been my final Okay. I that was going to be okay. it. So this okay. is my final, right? Okay. So if you go, no, now you're getting annoyed. Yeah. I've pushed you enough, but you've given me enough that you've not really pushed me yet, right? Right. You're not at the edge. And you know, but if you're like, no, if you go, look, I've told you 29 hours, I'm getting someone else in. Then I go, 
all right, look, just let me, give me a couple of hours. Let me, I might have to get one more person in. Let me see if I can work the numbers. And then I'm going to calm it down and, and then I'll come back and accept, right? Okay. But you see how I push one more time just to see if I can get you 1500 less. Yeah. Yeah. That was so I'm good. I'm using, I'm pivoting and then I'm saying, just meet me halfway. Well, you were, I know you were at 132, but I was at 120. There's no way I could have made this work at 32. Yeah. I need to be at, I don't know, 26 if we could do it. No. Can we meet in the middle? So then we're going 27.5 or whatever the middle is. Yeah. Right? So you notched it. I you, notched you it. Rack, to, yeah. So I'm then trying to meet him. So he's winning. <laughs> he's winning in the negotiation. Right. That Makes was sense. good. Yeah, but I didn't I'm know if winning. you wanted me to go with you or do what we do. No, no, I, he told the line. If he, he bulldozed you. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and you can only, that's why when we talk about this, I'm not on the phone. So I can't say this is what I would do because I, yeah. I need to feel the energy, right? But sometimes I would go, depending on our previous conversation, I just go, look, Chris, I'm going to be honest with you. We were talking, we're scrubbing over 3,000 here, and I know you don't want a hassle of other people going in and doing all that. I mean, you, you just don't want the hassle, Chris. I know you don't. So yeah. I'm going to – but if he's like giving me the stern like after that last play, you go, look, I've told you, 129, I'm not moving, I'm getting someone else in. I would then have gone, look, all right, I get it. Let me go to my guys. Let me see if I, we you know, can work on this price or do this, whatever I've gone to negotiate with. And yeah. then I would say, give me an hour and I'll call you back. And then I'll just sit, wait for an hour, call back. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Okay. Yep. Makes sense. That was real life too, because to a certain extent, I did what you did. I ratcheted it. I went on the phone with points, repair points. We were here, now we're here. And then he was literally just towing the line. Oh, I could just fix it and rent it or I can get someone else in there. And so those were, he had immediate comebacks, Yeah, you know? And so your play was perfect because it just would have been ratcheting and getting closer and closer. But you didn't give up. You said, I'll still have to see, right? At the end, you didn't just give it to him, right? No, no, because I'm going to have to see because then I'm going for the last slide and go, fine, all right, if we can do this, then. You know, he may have just, just before I got off, just gave me just to, all right, whatever, let's just do that. But if he didn't, I'm going to go and let him sit on it, right, and wait. And and this depends on how long you've had the deal. Like, we'll wait a day sometimes. We'll just hold to see if we get that message to come in going, all right, I've thought about it. Let's just get it done, you know, and then that will happen. But you have to play on how aggressive and how, no, I'm going to call him now and get this guy in. Well, no, just give me an hour. Hold on a minute. Calm down. Let me go. I'm going to come back. And, and then I'll just say, Lord, let's get it done. And you try, right? Yeah. Well, guess what? Nine, eight times out of 10, right? They're going to move a bit. You're going to get it. And sometimes you have to go big. I mean, you have to look, look like, look, we need this, this, this. we got to move it 10 grand, 15 grand. I mean, we've moved it. We, we had one guy, right, real quick. We had it at 32 and we had to go to 12. And we knew we were going to sell this at 22, right? And he was having none of it. And I said, all right, well, well, we can't do anything. So we released the contract. Three months later, he called us saying, please, we buy this for 12. I'm over it. So you just never know. As long as you feel there's a reason and you build the rapport that they're not angry at you because you didn't perform, it's the numbers that didn't work. There's a right. difference. There's a difference between blagging your sellers and giving it all the hype and then not delivering to positioning it going lower, right, coming back in and, and, and controlling that um, for it to all make sense because they can't be mad at you. And then if they get crazy, just say, look, you can't be mad. I wish I could pay you more. 
<laughs> I don't know a knee in a roof for yeah. 8,000. Like, that wasn't in the budget. But there's nails coming out. There's this. Like, I can't. Chris, believe me, I want to move forward at that price. Yeah. I'm not going to go and lose money on this. I'm an investor. I'm trying to make money. It's a business. I'm trying to make it e easy and hassle-free for you or whatever I'm saying, right? Yeah, that's those are all great points. And, yeah. and, you know, but you wouldn't know this, but this seller was particularly intent yeah. from, from the beginning. From the be and I think he's just an intense person yes. in general. And that's and so exactly. My read on him on the phone was like, I feel like I'm going to lose this, <laughs> you know? So he switched kind of the control a little bit for the most part. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so anyway, but yeah, that was good. Well, awesome. Well, look, I appreciate it. Hopefully, guys, if you got something from this, remember, like and subscribe to the channel. Check us out on uh, iTunes, our new podcast, in association with the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Check them out. Like, subscribe. Appreciate you. Put in the comments if you have any questions on this. And again, Chris, I appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks, Gavin.